Good morning, everyone. Today, Bezat Shem will be learning Davchav Chas in Maseches Nazir. Hopefully, we'll have the koach to get through it because I'm dealing with something really special and I'm not sure what it is, but it's starting from my stomach. I'm going to try to keep my wits about me. And Andrew, you know what? Let's give you a little bonus. Let's start 14 lines up from the bottom of Chav Zayin Amud because otherwise none of this makes sense, Andrew. Remember before Shabbos, we discussed our Mishnah, specified funds and animals versus unspecified? You know what I'm talking about? If you specify certain, uh, the Mishnah said, if you specify certain animals to bring for the uh, graduation carbonos process, so this is really a kachim issue, right? It's a question of, oh, everybody green. What is supposed to see you? It's a question of when you specify these carbonos, Right? Can you and the Naziris gets terminated unexpectedly? Those are all the cases we learned last week. So then what are you gonna do with all these animals? What are you gonna do with these consecrated animals? So if it's a Shlamim and it's an Ola, then you can bring those as an Adava. This is a review. But if it is right, a chatas, the chatas has to be connected to an individual, has to be connected to the action of the individual, right? And therefore you bring a chatas for a very specific reason. We've already learned, this is kind of the alpha base of Kachim, that you can't just reappropriate it for another thing. Okay. So now, let's see a brysa to that effect, and it's going to be a long brysa that's going to bring into question uh, a detail that we just discussed in Chavzayin, which is why we have to start over here. So, Masliv Rabba, you see that 14 lines up on the bottom of Chavzayin of a base. So the Pasuk says, Karbano. Now, when describing different kind of chatas, the word Karbano, his Karban, is very much emphasized, Andrew. Korbano means, right, that the person is attached to that korban, which is to say you can't, right, use that korban for anyone else. In fact, it says it in, in uh, right, Vayikra, Perak Dalad, Pasuk Chav Gimel, Pasuk Chav Ches, and Pasuk Lamed Beis. Three times, okay. So each one of those times, uh, it's going to, we're going to learn that a person can actually only get Kapara by using his own chatas. This is the theme of the b'risa. Can you transfer a chatas from one individual to another? Now, of course, in the classic case, Barry and Andrew can't transfer a chatas from one to another. In other words, let's say both of them took on Naziris, right? Both Barry and Andrew take on the vow of Naziris. And Andrew, as he sometimes does, backs out. Sorry, Andrew. And he is therefore no longer going to be bringing his korban chatas at the end of his naziris. So Barry had not yet been makdish a korban chatas. Can Barry just take, and Andrew is very magnanimous, he says, just take mine. Can Barry do that? Clearly not, right? It's got, it's got to be korbano, the chatas, okay? But there are now, we're going to discuss in the price, in certain cases where maybe there's a hava amina, there's a thought to think maybe you could transfer it, but you cannot. That's follows. Masi verbo. So there it is. You might have thought father to son, right? They're doing this tandem zeros and the father backs out or the father passes away. Can the son use it? No. Carbono teaches you that the son cannot use his father's, right? Even though the son inherits, let's say, the father's, right, um, uh, stuff, he cannot use that previously set aside carbon chatas for his own carbon chatas, okay? Now you might have thought, says the Gemara, you might have thought that the reason why a son cannot be Yosef with the carbon of his father is because perhaps, as we know, 
different chatas and are actually brought, different karbanas, for different types of offenses. So, for example, a kal, which is a light offense, would be like eating chalev, right? Of course, this is chatas is all for doing it b'shogeg. So if you eat chalev or blood b'shogeg, right, that's going to be considered a kal. Why? Because had you done it b'meizid, right, it would not be chayv misa, right, chayv misa. Whereas we know already from Maseches Shabbos that what are the, what, what are the, um, and this is what the Rush explains, uh, what are the consequences of violating Chas Hashem, one of the Mechas Shabbos? Well, we said that you're Chayev Misa for being Mechal Shabbos Mezid, but you bring a Korban Chatas, right, for, for violating one of the Malachos B'Shogeg. Uh, and you remember Ayin Gimel and Mesechah Shabbos, when we go through all the Malachos of Shabbos, all the Av Malachos, 39 Av Malachos? Well, and we said, why are we going through all these 39 Av Malachos? Because if you did all of them b'shogeg, you'd get 37, 39 rather, different korbanos chatas, right? But that is a chamura. So you might have thought, again, just getting back to our topic here, transferring a chatas, the only reason it doesn't work is because sometimes different chatas have different levels of severity. And certainly if you uh, were, right, set it aside for one level of severity, you would not be able to use it for another. But, says the, continues the price of the Yotzebe, karma shifr shavim min akala, alakala min chamura, chamura. But if, let's say, you're makrev, mafreshik, a korban, for the same exact, right, avera b'shogeg, maybe that would have worked. Talmud lomar, karbano, karbano. So now this is the price explaining. Uh, this is the second mention of karbano. The reason why the Pasuk mentions it a second time is teacher that even when, all, uh, when it's a father to a son, and even when it is in fact the same level of avera, who, but karbano, who yotze, ve'en yotze, ve'karbano shal aviv. A son can only be Yotze with his own korban. He has to be mafresh his own, right? He has to set aside his own animal. Okay. Now, you might furthermore have thought, continues the bride, so yachal lo yotze b'karban aviv b'mheva shim ifrish afilu min akala lakala min achamura lachamura. Now, wait a minute. Now, what if the father uh, set aside money? Now, that's a little bit different. Money, as we've said, could be, right, if you set aside just a random pile, stumim, right? Random pile of money and you didn't buy the animals yet. So you would think, you know, let's say a son inherits that money. Why shouldn't he be able to use that money? Well, it's already been consecrated. So let's continue with the Chamura. You would have thought that you can't uh, use your father's carbon. And the only time that you can't use his father's carbon is when it's an actual behema, right? Albeit you're doing the same level of Avera. We've already learned that from the second Pasuk, right? From the second mention of Korban, no, we learned that even though the Averas are on the same level of severity, you still cannot use the Korban. But you might have thought that the reason is, right? Because after all, Megaleach in this case is referring to the, right, the Korbanus in the end of the Naziris ceremony. A person cannot use his father's behema when you're using the Naziris, right? You might have thought that that's all a, Right, halacha simply in the animal, that you can't reappropriate the animal. So that, that's a halacha the Moshe Musinai, that if the father designated an animal, the son cannot use, and, and then backs out of the Naziris, doesn't use the animal for whatever reason, the son can't use it. But you might have thought, continues the Bari but if all the father did was set aside money and not yet use that money, right? He set aside, he was makdish the money, but he did not yet use that money to buy the animal, you might have thought that even though 
a person can't be megaleach on the korban of his father, he might be able to be megaleach on the money of his father, even if the Averis were of different severity, which is to say, let's say the father was chas v'shol mechal Shabbos b'shogeg, so he set aside money for chatas, and then he, uh, and then for whatever reason, he ends up not using it. Can the son use that consecrated money to buy his own animal? The answer is no. All right? Right? So you might have thought, Bisman Shem Stumim, below Bisman Shem Referashin, Talmud Lomar, Korbano. Right? So you might have thought, the third, so now the third Pasuk, the third mention of the word Korbano, is to dispel, right, that notion and to teach you, Bekorbano, Yotze, Beeno Yotze, Bekorban Aviv even when the father only set aside funds. That's the point, that even when the father, all he did, right, set aside funds, right, and even if um, they were um, unspecified, the, the Bryce is thinking perhaps you'd be able to use those set-aside funds. In other words, when they're unspecified and they're set aside, why shouldn't you be able to use those funds for your own korban? Uh, well, for that, that's truly a chiddush. For that, you need the third mention of the word korbano to teach you, uh, simply put, uh, Rabbi Green, Rabbi David, simply put, there is no scenario, okay, where you're going to be able to transfer either money or a korban and use something with the father set aside. This, uh, there is no scenario where the son can use either the money or the korban that the father had already set aside. Fine. So now, Let's consider the following question as the Brisa continues. What if you set aside a chatas and now in this follow-up of the Brisa, this is not two different people, it's not a father and son, but it's his own self. So we're going to pick on Andrew and Andrew alone. Andrew set aside for one, right, for one Avera, chas v'shalom, b'shogeg, and now he realizes, wait a minute, maybe I could use it for the different Avera. As follows, says the Brisa. Right? You might have thought that you can't, right? If your father set aside, we already said, even if it's the same level of Avera or Chamura, Chamura, right? We say that in all those scenarios, you would not be able to use your father Korban. That's already set, that's already um, established, right? That we cannot. Um, make any kind of transfer for a father or son. However, says the Bryce, Yeah, but if you're set aside your own carbon, as we just discussed, you're mafreshes la'atzmo, and now you want to use it, right, for a different sin, right, for a different chatas, korban chatas, a different avere did b'shogeg, why shouldn't you do that? Why shouldn't you be able to do that? So you might have thought, So now not only does the Pasuk say korbano with regards to chatas, Three times, but it also says carbonol chataso, which is to teach you shum chet o. It has to be that the carbon is set aside for the very specific sin, which is to say, even and this presumably be even minakala lakala In other words, even if it's two, for example, a person ate chaylev by accident bishogeg and a person ate dam bishogeg, both of those are not chayv misa, right? He brings a carbon, or he's mafresh a carbon, I should say, with the intention of using it for the carbon chatas for eating the chelev b'shogeg. And then he changes his mind. Can he use that same animal for the chatas that he would bring for eating the dam b'shogeg? The answer is he cannot, because the Pasuk says, korbanol al chataso. Okay. Now, back to money. Now, now this is like the most, right, Kyle case. Now we're going to talk about money that you set aside for your own carbonos. 
I don't know, Barry. This seems like for sure you'd be able to do it, Barry. You set aside money to bring a carbon chatas for eating chalev. And then you change your mind. You want to buy the chatas for, for eating dam. Let's see. Says the Gebrisa, what would be the halacha? So again, in other words, it's just another way of the Bryce is saying that whether it's for the same level of severity or different levels of severity. You can never be, right, even for your own self, you can never use an animal that you had set aside for a different Avera for, and, and switch which Avera you're going to use it. As the Gemara says, as we discussed, that if you, for, for example, were mafish behema, because you ate chalav b'shogeg, and then you decide, you know, I'm going to use this for the fact that I also ate dam b'shogeg, so I'll bring it for that. Oh, I'll dam chalav, and of course that would be true. Also, vice versa. Sharei lomal velok kiper. Fascinating lumdus here that the Russian and Tosfos point out that lomal velok kiper means like this, Andrew. When you switch from one carbon to the other, there's never meila. Why? Because in order to switch explain the Rosh and the Tosfos, there would need to be a state of chulin in between. So lomal means there would never be, uh, there would never be a state of ila, which is to say, the misappropriation of hekdesh means using something that's hekdesh for a chulin purpose. But when you switched over from one animal to the other, okay, so now you did not misappropriate the hekdesh for a chulin purpose, but rather you switched from one hekdesh purpose to another hekdesh purpose. And that's what it means, because ironically, if you in fact are not able to do me'ila, which is to say, if you're not able to switch out of a hektish purpose into a chulin purpose, so then that would be the only path that you would actually be able to switch animal from one chattis to another. You would sell it, let's say, as we'll soon see, you'll sell it for money, the money then becomes chulin, then you're makdish that money by, you use that money to buy another animal. So again, enabling um, the ability, I should say, to turn the hektish into chulin, which is actually the violation of me'ila, is in itself what enables you to be mechaper, which is to say, enable you to buy the other hektish, right, and then use that for kapara. And so ironically, the fact that you cannot violate the Isser of Me'ila, which is the misappropriation of Hektesh for a Chulin purpose, is exactly the reason why you can't use it for Kapara, which is to say, because you can't switch from one Hektesh to another, because you just can't jump from one Hektesh to another. The only way that jump would ever work would be from Hektesh down to Chulin and then back up to Hektesh on the other side to some other, on, to some other animal. Right? And so that's what this means. We say, Sharei Lamal, a keeper. This is a, Bryce's way of saying that you can never switch one animal for another. That much we know. But continues the Bryce of a Yoitzib and Mos, Shehifish Laatzmo, But perhaps if you were to switch it to money, so that would be the one scenario where, again, you set aside your own money and your Makdashit for, let's say, it's, this is obviously would be true of different severity or the same severity of Avera, but let's keep it to the biggest Chedish, where it's the same severity of Avera, right? Person ate Dam Bishogeg and a person ate Chela Bishogeg. So he set aside a certain amount of money. For an animal, and then he actually does me'ila. He sells, right? He 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 buys it some some chulin with it, and then, right? And then she, and then he goes and he's mekadesh it to something else. You would have thought that there, in fact, perhaps you'd be able. That would be the one scenario where you'd be able to switch the money, 
right, from being for the chatas for the dam to switching it to the chatas for the chalev. That's what the Brisa says. Let's see it inside. Right, right? so a person was mafresh money, right, set it aside to, to buy an animal to bring a korban chatas for eating chalev v'shogeg. And then behavi al adam. And then instead, what did he do? He used it to, to buy, right, a, an animal to bring a korban chatas for having eaten the dam. Wow. So, al hadam, or vice versa, or al hadam behavi al chalev, shehare ma'al v'chiper. There you didn't, there the hava amina is, there the assumption is that you did, in fact, that it does work. Perhaps there you did me'ila. Why? Because again, the money is different because the animal, right? Because when you switch the animal, everything stays hectic. But here, as we just explained, you purchase the animal with hectic money and now it becomes chulin. So therefore, that would be truly me'ila. And therefore, once it's me'ila, therefore you can make the argument that maybe, the, that maybe you actually successfully, by doing me'ila, broke. This is really the point, Barry. By, by violating me'ila, you broke your connection to the original Karbon Chatas. That's the point, right? You violated me'ila and that broke the connection, right? That's what me'ila is, right? You take the hectic and you misappropriate it for chulin. So now you broke the connection to the Karbon Chatas. Well, once you broke the connection, well, you should be able to, you think, establish a connection with a new Karbon Chatas for a different Avera, perhaps. Says the Brisa, Tal Midlomar Al Chataso. So dispel that notion that finally the Pasuk says al so Says the Torah, no dice, Barry. Even if you misappropriated it and you were mal and you turned it from hektish to chulin. Once money, it certainly wants an animal set aside, but even once money is set aside for a specific animal, for a specific korban, for a specific of error that you did, that money or that animal could never come off of that animal it's always going to be a association between you and that very specific Avera and that very specific carbon that you're going to bring. So really, it sounds, it sounds like a very convoluted brysa, but it has one very uh, resounding, overarching message, which is a basic, simple message, which is once you set aside money or an animal, you could, for a specific carbon chatas, you can only use it for that carbon chatas, and there is no scenario, not if it's a father to son, or not even if a person to himself, or not even in money, there is no scenario to be able to switch off and use it for a different carbon. That's all we've learned so far. Andrew, you see how if we'd started in the middle of this, it would have been even worse? <laughs> anyway, well, believe it or not, there's actually a question in here. Can you believe this? This whole brisa was to bring out one question. What's the question? It has to do with something we were discussing yesterday in Andaf Chavzayin. It's follows. It says the Gemara, Katani mihas behema. That's the end of the brisa. So now, the Gemara says, Katani mihas behema. All right, we said an animal. My lava filu balas mum. <laughs> we had a question now. Is an animal that's a balas mum, remember, once an animal gets a mum, right, so now you can't bring it as a korban anymore. So the question we had yesterday was, can an animal that's a balas mum actually be used, right, as dispensable right, money, right? Because that be used as like maos stumim, right? Once it's, a, once it's blemished. So wait a minute, so now you certainly can't use it as a korban. So it sounds like, Right, my so so we said behema. Now, when we said behema, we said it categorically. In other words, we didn't specify whether that behema was a balas mum or not. This is a funny hava mina. But what we're saying is, when the brisa says behema, it didn't specify, and therefore maybe even when the animal said 
Behema, maybe it even would have referred, would, that all of this halacha would apply to a Bailas Mum also. And if that were to be true, then it would sound like, remember, what was the point of our Brisa? The point of our Brisa is that there's no scenario you could switch out from one carbon chattas to the other. Oh, well, if that's the case, then even in a Bailas Mum, you can't switch from one carbon to the other. That's the question, right? In other words, yesterday we were discussing when once an animal became become gets a blemish and you sell it and you and you and you use those monies, can 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 it be used like most stumim? And the answer was we weren't sure. And now it's well, if our brisa that we just quoted was referring to a balasmum, then certainly you cannot. However, the Gemara answer is low to mima. The brisa is not talking about a balasmum, and now it makes sense because why would we think it's talking about a balasmum? It's talking about an animal. It could have been brought a tamima. And therefore, that whole long brisa just got tossed. It's not relevant to the topic of whether balas mum is like most dumim, and we move on. However, says the Gemara, "Aval balas mum mai." Wait, so what would be the what? In fact, would be the status of balas mum? Kistumadamia, kistumadamia. Would you say or kistumadamia? I said it right the first time. You would say that it's like stuma balas mum. After all, in other words, by saying that our brisa is talking about a tamima. So we're assuming that if an animal was a balas mum, that in fact it would be like maus stumim. If that's the case, then says the Gemara, my iridiktani maus shehifrish aviv. Why would we talk about money shehifrish aviv? Maybe you could have brought a bigger chiddush and listni balas mum. Use the balas mum as the example of maus shehifrish aviv. Says the Gemara, hachinami. Yeah, and hachinami. We could have used that. Um, but dilamai chazil adami, dimei hainu maus. Yeah. Enachinami, right? You know, you've heard the phrase enachinami. Yeah, it's true. We could have used the idea balas mum. Why? Because what is after all a balas mum fit for? Dilemai chazia lidme. That's what I meant. What is the balas mum? What is that money? Dilemai chazia lidme. What is that money useful for? Dme hainumos. Well, the money is used for the value, and guess what? Value is money, which is to say. The terms are so interchangeable, right, that it's not a kasha that we could have used balas mum. In other words, enachinami. We could have used the word balas mum because, after all, it is so axiomatic that balas mum and money and value are all the same thing. Because, again, Andrew, once it's a balas mum, it's not going to be brought as a korban. So now it's just a value. Now it's just, uh, now it's just imparted a certain value. And once it's imparted that certain value, uh, it would, in fact, be the same thing as the stuma, and that answers the question of yesterday of how do we treat the balas mum, and the answer is you treat it like a stuma, just like the value of money. So money can be, doesn't have to be like metatalin, it could be actual value, which would be represented by the balas mum. Very good. Okay, so now we're at the Mishnah, towards the bottom of Chesem Aleph, and we're going to talk, we already uh, referenced this Mishnah last week, so that's Dafyomi Gold. And we talked about the idea of when a husband is made for his wife's Naziris, uh, at what point of the graduation ceremony of the Carbonus and the cutting hair can you still roll back the Naziris, right? We have learned already, we referenced this again last week, that actually you could roll back any time during the 30-day, let's say, in a regular term of Naziris. But once you start the graduation ceremony, so to speak, of the Carbonus and the cutting of the hair, now there's a machlokas when you no longer, you're at the point of no return with regards to the zeros as follows. Says the Mishnah. Yeah, it starts. Once you do any of the zrikas adam on the mizbeach, at that point, says the Tanakama, at that point, the husband can no longer be made for her nazirus. Whereas Rabbi Kiva Omer, Afilu nishchata leach chas mikola behemus. 
No, that even earlier, again, obviously, the sprinkling of the dam ha- happens after the shechita, right? Because that's where you're getting the dam from. So Rabbi Kiva says, no, even at an earlier point, even if any one of the animals was shechted on her behalf, and even if the blood was not yet sprinkled on Mizbeach, that's the implication, at that point, he's already at the point of no return. The Naziris cannot be revoked. Uh, we'll see the reason soon enough. Then the Mishnah continues to say, fine, I'll, I'll give it away the reason now, Barry, because I know you're curious. Because Rabbi Akiva holds it's a Darabanan issue because, again, you've started bringing the carbon. So once you started bringing the carbon, what are you going to do with the other animals, right? You were mafresh the other animals. You already started the carbonus ceremony. What are you going to, right? You can't, un, you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube. So... In other words, according to Rabbi Kiva, it's not necessarily a question of whether the Naziris is over or not, right? Because you would think the question of whether you can, roll, whether you can revoke the Naziris is, is the Naziris still in effect? If the Naziris still, so long as the Naziris is still in effect, you could bring it back. Where Rabbi Kiva says, yeah, well, even if the Naziris is no longer in effect, you still have to bring the Karbanos. And so therefore, Midarabana, we're not going to let you undo it. But we'll see that in the Gemara. Be that as may, the Mishnah continues and says, But hatahara. Tiglachas hatara is the shaving of when you finish your nazirus. Don't forget, there's two scenarios where you're going to have to shave. One is going to be when you finish your nazirus. That's called tiglachas hatahara. The other is if a nazir became tummy in the midst of their nazirus, and then they have to go through the seven-day purification process, and then shave their head at the end of that. That's called tiglachas ha And then, right, you start your nazirus again because you need a 30-day growth. So, says the... Says the Mishnah. Right, when are we saying, right, uh, what, what this machlokas, Rabbi Kiva and the Tanakama, right, was all about the graduation ceremony of the Nazir at the very end. But when it comes to Betiglachas Atuma, but everyone would agree that if she's just getting the, the shaved head, right, of a, uh, of a purification process inside of an Azirus, Yafer, right, certainly the Baal would be able to be made for then. I mean, she's in the middle of an azira. Certainly she'd be able to be made for then. Right? Because why? Because he could say, I don't want an isha menuveles. Menuveles in this case is uh, not so pushed, but it basically means she is kind of like depressed from her abstinence from wine. Okay? In other words, I want my wife to be happy. I want her to be able to drink, to go to the Kiddush. Right? And therefore... I am, for that reason, going to be revoking her naziris. Whereas Rebbe, Rebbe Omer, we'll say without parentheses, right? so even this last thing, that's a machlokas, that where Rebbe holds, that no, that the machlokas is even at the graduation at the end of a regular naziris, there's a machlokas as to whether you could be megalacha, which means exactly what you think it means, Andrew. He doesn't want a bald wife. So, in other words, the question is, at what point of the shaving ceremony uh, of the head does a husband have a, what would be considered a, a um, grounds for undoing the nether of Naziris, right? So, according to her mayor, any time that she shaves her head, even at the end of the ceremony, say, you know what, I decided I don't like that bald head look at all, as opposed to, right, as opposed to the... Uh, the uh, Tanakama, or this, the other opinion in the Mishnah, would say that no. That when it comes to the Naziris at the end, you can't just complain that you don't want the bald head. You knew that that's where it was going when she started the Naziris. It's only when, 
right? So really what it's saying is the only grounds for undoing a Naziris is because of something having to do with the Naziris itself. That's how I would say it, right? In other words, the Naziris takes on certain obligations of she can't drink wine, right? The restrictions of her life, that's what Menuvelis means. The restrictions of her life is what the husband is objecting to, and he doesn't want her to have to go through that. And if for that reason he undoes the Naziris, so there everybody would agree. That's called Tiglachasatuma, right? So for that one, Tiglachas Hatuma, where everyone is going to agree, according to Tanakama, that, that he could do it. But if the reason why he doesn't want her to get the haircut is just because he doesn't want her to be bald, well, that doesn't really have to do with the Naziris. That just has to do with the graduation ceremony. And that's a machokas, whether he could object to that. Fine. So now the Gemara asks, Masnis, uh, or suggests, Masnis and Dilok Rabbi Liazer. says, Our Mishnah can't be with Rabbi Liazer. Why? Rabbi Liazer, Amar Tiglachas Ma'akeves. Huh. So now we're going to say it like this, right? We are making the following assumption, Andrew, that you can only be Mayfair the Naziris when your Naziris is still going on. Okay. Well, Tiglachas Ma'akevis means that, that you have, right, um, that the Naziris is always going to be in effect until you shave the head, which is to say, there's no, Tiglachas Ma'akevis technically means there's no way to get out of Naziris without shaving your head. Well, if there is, in fact, no way to get out of Naziris without shaving your head, so what that means is that Naziris, by definition, is existing until you shave that head, which means, right, that until that point, you can always re, you could always undo the Naziris. Now, mind you, the shaving of the head happens after the Karbanos. Wow, so our Mishnah that's saying, you know, all these Machloksin, is it after the first Karban? Is it after the, the, the Dam? Well, all of that, right, is taking place before the shaving of the head. Well, if you hold that Tiglachas Me'akevis, like Rabbi Leezer does, then all of this is happening while she's still in the zira, and therefore the husband should in fact, should in fact be able, according to, right, according to Rabbi Leezer, to still undo the Naziris, right? As the Gemara continues to say, Right? Since she has not yet shaved her head, she's still usher to drink wine, which is to say she's still in the zira. Right? And since the abstinence from wine is tough, Mati Mayfair, the husband is still able to revoke the Naziris, which is to say, everyone agrees that, again, let's ta- let me take you back to Nadarim, Barry. We said that a husband has the authority to be Mayfair any neder, that's Beno Levena, right? Or any neder that would be an Inu Nefesh for her. Well, that's the whole premise of this, as far as Naziris. He believes that it's an Inu Nefesh for her. So any kind of inu nefesh she should be able to undo, which is to say, according to Rabbi Yezer, any time that she still has the obligations and restrictions of Naziris, the Baal should be able to be made for that nether because that's considered a legitimate grounds for Hafaris Nadarm and Hafaris Naziris is exactly that. It's Hafaris Nadarm. And he holds that that restriction is always extant, even while she's bringing those final karbanas of graduation, she's not graduated until she shaved her head and that's why our mission is not like Rabbi Yezer. Okay. So now the Gemara is going to explain what the Machlokas Tanakam and Rabbi Kiva. Okay, what are they arguing about? As we turn to Amad Beis, Tana Didan Savar. All right, let's talk about the Tanakama. Her Tana Didan. Again, what do they hold? We said, or Rabbi Kiva said, right, that once you shechted the animal, there's an earlier period of time. So obviously none of this is according to Rabbi Yezer. Rabbi Kiva holds the earliest period of time. That once the first animal gets shechted, you can no longer, right, revoke the Naziris. Whereas our 
uh, Tanakama, the Tanakama, right? The very beginning of the Mishnah is after the Dham is on the Mizbech, a little bit later. So what's this Machlok is based on? Well, the Tan of the Mishnah that holds that after the Dham is brought, you can no longer reverse it, it holds as follows. Savar kevan de isdarik ala Dham. Once the Dham is on the Mizbech, le'altar sharia b'chamra. Well, they simply hold that she's already per- immediately permitted to drink wine. That, that is to say, the Naziris is at that point over. Which is to say, once the Naziris is over, then there's no longer any restrictions on her, and therefore there's no grounds for a forest in the derm. And therefore, simply said, Barry, this is as simple as it gets, once you have the first, right, um, sprinkling of the dam, Naziris is over as far as restrictions. And once Naziris is over as far as restrictions, the husband no longer has the authority to be made for it. It's as simple as that. So what do you keep so the Gemara, Well, once you shechted the animal, at that point you can't go back. Why? Mishum Hef said, Kodshim. Ah, because you're going to lay waste to the different, the other animals that you're makdish. That's a, we explained it already before. Which is to say, fundamentally, and you have gonna, you're going to have to, you know, if you're in yeshiva, you're going to have to look at the lumdus as this. Mida or Raisa, the Naziris is over, Barry. Right? Uh... Well, I should say it the other way. No, Midar Raisa, the Naziris is only over, it sounds like he agrees with the Tanakama, only once, he, once the Dam is brought onto the Mizbech. However, it's too late, that's what it is. The Naziris is not yet over, but you can no longer be made for the Nether for a different reason, a technicality, which is you already shechted an animal. And now you can't be mafsid the Kachim, you can't just throw out these animals. So, you, right, obviously if you retroactively undo the Naziris, then you don't have to have an animal shechting graduation ceremony. And after all, you already shechted an animal. So I'll ask you this, David. You, if you shechted an animal, that really should only be a problem if you shechted a chatas. This is bringing it back full circle to last week, right? If you shechted a ola or a, right, or a shlamim, you should just be able to bring another one for an adava. This really only becomes a problem if you shechted a chatas. Now what are you going to do with it, right? So that's what the Gemara says. Mat daman basar Says Rabbi Zeira, wait a minute, Rabbi Kiva, is this really true? That once you shecht an animal, you're like at the point of no return, and because of Hefzid Kachim, we're never going to, uh, we're going to terminate everything, and we're going to take, even though Midar Raisa, you're still a Nazir, we're going to say that, right, we're, we're going to say that you cannot undo that Nazirus? That's, that, that's astonishing, right? The husband can't undo Nazirus, even though his wife is still Midar Raisa, has the restrictions. Only because you started the Karbanos? After all, doesn't that fly in the face of the very first Mishnah in Zvachim? What are the very, after all, what does the very first Mishnah in Zvachim teach us? Mm-hmm. It teaches us we could still sprinkle and shecht, right, um, animals, right, um, a Karbanos for a designation other than what you originally designated for. Let's look at inside. Vamai. This is what Rabbi Zayr points out. We learned as follows. Lizrok, Daman, Shalolishman, if you just read that, you don't know what it's talking about. But if you read the, the very first mission in Zvachim, you'll see, or the, the very beginning, the case was you had a carbon, you designated it for something, and then you shechted it for something other than what it was supposed to be designated for. So, for example, you set aside an animal for a carbon ola. And then when you shechted it, you had kavana to shecht it for a korban shlamin. What do you do? So that's called lizrog daman shaloli shman. We say, okay, so you know what? You change your mind, you shecht it for shlamin, fine. Do the sprinkling of the dam for the korban shlamin. 
And then you'll be able to eat the actual shlamim, right? Mind you, astonishingly, you had in mind that this is going to be an ola. An ola isn't eaten at all. This is going to be all kulul Hashem. And yet, when you shechted it, you had in mind to eat it, that's fine. Wow. As a matter of fact, didn't mean lo tanya, did not learn advice. Let's say you had the kvasim that you meant to shecht for shavuos, and you shechted it for some other thing, or in some way, right, you did a shechita in a way that was not initially intended, right? So you did it before their time, or after time. In other words, in some way, right, the, your actions and your intent did not line up, which obviously renders the carbon not usable. And still, the Bryce says, Hadam yachel. Wow, so, so you're not going to be Yotze, perhaps, right, for your obligation, let's say, if it's an obligation of the Korban, right, Shlamin, of Shavuos, but you could still do the Zrikas Adam, you could still eat the meat, right? And another technicality, Bimhaisa Shabbos, and if it happens to be Shabbos, so then Lo Yizrok, then of course you don't do the Zrikas Adam, um, you shouldn't do that. Vim Zarak, and even if you did do the Zrikas Adam and Shabbos, we're not supposed to do, right? You could still eat it amazingly. The only thing you can't do because it's a violation of Shabbos is to burn, right? Do the Haktar Seimurin. That, just do it on Motzei Shabbos. But again, what are we saying? We're saying that we're not so worried about Hefzed Kachim, as Rabbi Kiva suggests. In other words, Rabbi Kiva said that even though Midor writes that the woman is still in Azira until the sprinkling of the dam, the fact that you already started doing the Shechita, there's nothing you could do with these animals anymore. And it's for that reason that we say that the husband can no longer be made for the netter, let her go through with all the karbanas. But we see, Andrew, that we have a recourse. We have, in the beginning of Zvachim, precedence for such a case, where we have a recourse when a Korban, right, was brought, and then turns out circumstances change. So we just say, sprinkle the dam, eat the meat, it's okay. So if it's okay, why is Rabbi Kiva so concerned about Hefzed Kachim? Says the Gemara, Amri, e the shachat ola o shlamim. By the way, there are two examples where you cannot do that, which is a Korban Chattas and a Korban Pesach, but we'll get to that. So the Gemara says, answers, Amri, e the shachat ola o shlamim, hachinami. In other words, enachinami. All would be good if the carbon you brought were an Ola or Shlamim. This is going back to what we said before. Right? In other words, the Ola or Shlamim, yeah. Bring it voluntarily, as we said last week. Bring it back full circle. The Ola can always be brought voluntarily. The Shlamim can always be brought voluntarily. So you made a mistake. You had the, the wrong procedure. But you could still, right, you haven't lost anything because you could still bring it as a voluntary carbon. However, Allah, of what are we talking about here? What kind of carbon are we talking about here when we're talking about the graduation ceremony of the Nazir? So it's true that, the, that they bring an Ola and a Shlomim, but it must be that this case that Rabbi Kiva was talking about was when you started shakting the Chattas. Right? Because it must be that he brought the Korban Chattas first. Why? Because it's not as we learned in the Mishnah. We didn't learn it yet. It's in Daf Memhei. But what does it say in the Mishnah? In Gilachalachas Mishloshtan Yatza. Which is to say that if he shaved his head with any of those karbanas, at that point, once you do that, even though you're supposed to first bring all three karbanas and then shave your head, as long as you did one of the three karbanas, uh, you already are, right, have discharged your obligation of Naziris. Now, that's the point where the Naziris is discharged. 
Now, really, you have to see the context of the mission Ben Hay to understand what this means. What does that have to do? How does that prove the fact that it's a chata? So the fact is that in that Mishnah, chata is mentioned first. Therefore, it's likely that Rabbi Kiva is correct in saying that we're talking about a case of a chatas. In other words, it's assumed that the carbon chatas is brought first, and therefore, it's for that reason. But once the carbon chatas is brought, right, that that can no longer, that's the point of no return. And once you already bring the carbon chatas and then shave your head, the husband can no longer be made for it. Okay, so then just finishing off with the last part of the Mishnah. So, right, so what do we say over here? In two dots. Um, we said that everybody would agree that, but to, that if it was a tiglachas tuma inside, right, that when the woman is, is actually getting, right, actually uh, uh, being metahir for, for a tuma episode inside of her naziris, that the husband can undo that because he could still say, I don't want her to, right, continue to take on the restrictions of naziris. So, However, as we said at the very end of our mission, our mayor disagreed. He said, even at the very end, of her Naziris, the husband could say, I don't want her to shave, and therefore I'm being made for her entire, entire Naziris. You understand what's going on, Matt? When you finish your Naziris, you have to bring Karbanas and then shave your head. So a woman who finishes her Naziris, right, has to do the Karbanas. The husband sees this, he's like, uh-oh. He, he knows what's coming. She's going to have to shave her head. He's not interested. So he says, wait, 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 stop. I'm undoing this Naziris neder lemafreya in order to prevent her from shaving her head because he doesn't like the look, Matt. You understand? Says the Gemara, but Tanakama, so what? The Tanakama says that he does like the look? So Amar Lach, look at this. I'll get her a nice shetel. It's fine. She'll be bald for a little bit. I'll get her a nice shetel. Yeah, and Rameir says that the husband's not into shetels. So here we have the Machlokas, Rameir and the Tanakama. Are shetels attractive and amazing to the husband or not? So, you know, some guys like it, some guys do not. Some guys think that the bald with the shaitel is the move, and some people do not. And that's the machlok. It's fine. Uh, finishing up with the mission on the bottom over here. We have a few minutes. So we'll just read the Mishnah. We already alluded to this last week as well. That in fact, there is a certain thing. A man, a dad, can, can uh, accept, right, Naziris on behalf of his son, and a mother cannot. Says the Gemara, well, now, wait a minute. When the father, and we said this already, there is also a way which, with which the son has a recourse or the family has a recourse with which to undo this Naziris. How? Well, if he shaves his head. In other words, what's the ultimate rejection of the father signing you up to be a Nazir? Shave your head. Because that's the ultimate rejection of what the Naziris is supposed to be. Or the relatives actually could do it on the child's behalf. They could shave his head saying, get out of here. We're not taking on this Naziris. Or micha o shemichu krovav. So again, that would be the nonverbal way to do it. Or you could verbally protest. That's another way to repel the Naziris. If in the meantime, the father had animals set aside already. I mean, he's so excited about this Naziris, he already set aside the animals, right, for the graduation of the Naziris ceremony. So then, that's what we already said, a chatas tamut. So because the chatas uh, cannot be reappropriated, that's going to have to be left out to pasture and die. We already quoted this. The ola and the shlamim you can bring as an adava, and you'll eat it for one day, just like the Nazir does it, but you're not going to use it for lechem like the Nazir does it. So it's one of these hybrid type of offerings. And finally, the same parallel, but with money, right? And, and this, again, is a mission that we already quoted a few, uh, last week. If it was money that was set aside, give it all in the dava. 
So again, they could all go to Nadava, which is a lachla moshim misina. It's a chiddush that even though there's money of chatas in there, you could give it all to, to Nadava. However, if you said maus meforashim, this one's for the chatas, this one's for the holy, this one's for shlamim. The mei chatas yelchul yamemelach. You have to throw the mei chatas in the corrosive dead sea because you can never use it again. Lo nenin v'lo maalin, you can't benefit from it at all. The mei ola yivu ola umaalin behen, but the ola can you could bring as a nadava. The mei shlamim yivu shlamim v'nachalim yamechav v'entun lechem, and the mei shlamim you could bring as a shlamim as a nadava. And just like we said before, with the case of the mak of when you set it aside, you can eat it for one day like a regular carbon nazir, but you do not eat it for for bread. So we'll resume with the analysis of this. With the Gemara, three lines up from the bottom, on Chavches of Bez, Bezrat Hashem, tomorrow.